0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're excited to bring you episode number 331 of the Mail Right Podcast. Today, we're going to be recapping uh, our interview and uh, months worth of research that I or we have done on Playster. We're going to be talking about who might want to take a look at this system again, based on all of that research. And we're going to collectively go back and forth and share some thoughts. Both John and I have like a series of pros and cons that we are just going to bring up and we're going to talk about on the show. So we're excited to get into it. Uh, but before we do, my uh, le- I'm going to let my amazing co-host introduce himself to everybody who might be new to the show.
1: Thanks, Robert. Um, I'm Jonathan Dinwood. I'm the joint founder of Mail-Write, mail-write.com. And we build WordPress websites for real estate agents, semi-custom to full-custom Plus, we offer a platform that can help you with your digital marketing. Back over to you, Robert.
0: Okay. So, um, John and I were lucky enough to have Seth Price, who used to be the head of content. And and his role has changed a few different times, but he's currently the VP of product uh, at Playster. He came on the show three, four months ago. We talked about the new system I did, uh, we both did some dives into their new, the new way that they produce websites, which is essentially they give you a dashboard and they allow you to slide elements into your completed website. So it's kind of like a custom website builder that's very visual that can be done with a customer. And they've got three or four different levels that you can do. They've got basic agent packages, which range from like $50 to $250-ish. Okay, which is about the same as their pricing has always been. What's different, for those of you who are listening, is that they've redeveloped the way that they build these sites from start to finish. Now, I personally, while I like the finished product that their new site builder seems to be developing, I didn't feel like it was something that's all that different from some of the other products that are on the market, like Easy Agent Pro, and visually it wasn't different. John, you agreeing or not agreeing so far? Where how do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, I I it's one it's strange because we normally, even though we're very different in temperament and personality, we normally agree on most of the things that we say on the show. Mm-hmm. Um but I fundamentally disagree with a couple of things you've just stated there, Robert. Oh, shock horror. He doesn't seem that shocked, folks. Uh though, yeah. uh, no. Um I think One of the things Seth is a great guy. Let's start off with, you know, I think he's a great communicator and a great marketer. What I've heard and people say about him. And, but I always felt there were some fundamental things wrong with Placer. But to get back onto the topic about the couple of things, I think the fundamental problem I have with it is that, like, um, real geeks or some of the other platforms out there Um, if you stop paying you lose access to your website so if you decide to leave um, I don't know because I haven't done the dive that you've done on it so I might be incorrect but normally these type of platforms if you stop paying you're going to lose access to your website and what I mean by that, unlike WordPress, uh, like your solution and my solution and some other vendors, um, mm-hmm. not many of them, um, is that if you long as you're up, I don't know what your particular terms and conditions are for your own company, but I'd imagine along you might charge them a fee or there might be some Conditions, But I would imagine that if the relationship breaks down or they're unhappy, as long as they pay you so much money, you'll probably move it somewhere else because you build your websites on WordPress. I'm only surmising that. We've never discussed that with Mel, right? Um, we will move it somewhere else for you as long as you're up with your payments with us. You're not in dispute with us financially. Um, uh, we will move it, and we do that free of charge as part of our commitment to our customers. So that is one of the fundamental problems with what I have with Placer. So, secondly, I haven't played with the interface like you is, but um, I found their pricing structure um extremely confusing. Um, also. Um, I think the fundamental question that, uh, question and problem, which really got them into a lot of trouble, was that they, they fundamentally over promised big ways, which is always tempting. We've all been there. You know, obviously, we're running a business, we need clients, we're in competition. So we want to send the best about our solutions. But there's a fine line where, what we deliver really doesn't match up with what marketing messaging we're sending out. And I think they broke, they went over that fine line. And I think a lot of, and the reason why I'm bringing it up is that I don't think it's so much about SES and the founders. I think it was the fundamental problem with the business model, which is linked because it's, it's VC-funded And because it's VC-funded and uh, they got a lot of funding, their necessity when it comes to market share is really unrealistic, in my opinion. Uh Um, And that causes me to have certain problems with not Seth, who I, I found delightful, very open, Obviously, very intelligent. I could tell, I watched your first video about this, that's on your web, your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you feel um, you admire Seth as well. Um, that's really obvious in the video. But I do split up Seth from Placer, and I have more, probably more problems with Placer than you do.
0: Um, so... I, I don't fundamentally disagree with anything that you said, not technically. The way that I would phrase it, I would say there's pros and cons. And I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate some of your cons because I do believe that there are things that anybody listening to this show should look out for. Okay. So, so let's separate out Robert's admiration for a leader of a tech company because there's not many that I admire. <laughs> Seth is one of them. And you laugh. Everybody that knows me knows. Yeah, I was wondering if rolling. you
1: admire you about me, Robert.
0: There's there's only a small handful of people that have done heroic. You
1: did answer that, folks.
0: I will get. We we can talk about that offline. Um, We I I will say that that in terms of here, like what Seth is attempting to do is to take a major misstep and turn it around. And I admire, I admire the effort. I admire what he's done, and I admire, I admire his attempts. I admire deeply the fact that he turned around and took one of his critics, which was me, and made the effort to, uh, in a very professional, ethical way, try to show that maybe there was something new to look at at Playster. I I don't know if they've fixed the fundamental core issues that plagued the company in terms of their customer service. I don't know that they've addressed some of the mindset challenges. Seth talked to us about this on the show, and for anybody listening, I think you should listen to John, because John was very transparent and brought up his concerns to Seth when he came on the show originally, and Seth had a chance to, to directly respond to those as a leader of Playster. And his answers were, I felt, honest and transparent. They were, yes, we did. We did make some mistakes. We we misstepped. Have we fixed him? I don't know that he knows 100% for sure. I think that that they're trying. So for all those of you listening to the show, this is one of those things where you have to make the decision for yourself. Do I know that the customer service issues have been fixed? No, I do not. Do I think they could have fixed them given the amount of time that they've they've had and the amount of money that they have at their disposal? Yes, I actually do think that with the kind of resources that Playstore has, that they could, if they put a concerted effort to it, literally have installed hundreds of customer service people trained them properly in the 2 to 3 years since i originally did my review do I, I know that they've done can that? i
1: quickly respond to that because i totally agree with what you just said it's just that i, I just think that it's on a lot lar- there's a larger issue and the larger issue is the amount of money they raised and which is a two-edged sword it gives them the resources to do the things you've just said, but there's the bad side of that. And the bad side is the kind of volume return that's expected for that kind of investment. Sure. Um, and I just don't think it, you know, they need to be running from five who know I'm pulling this out of my backside, but it's, a lot of web they put it this way a lot a lot a lot of websites they need to be running um to get the kind of return that their investors have given them and well, because of that i think that's a fundamental problem
0: well i humbly disagree yeah. and here's why here's why i disagree 40,000 new new real estate agents to get a license every year in the us 40,000 they're all told, most of them, like, let's just say 80% of those people are told that they need a website and buy into the fact that they need a website. All, everybody listening to the show who is an experienced agent already knows what the challenges are. You remember from your first year, you're you're being told when you're making no money, you're on commission only, that you have to have a real estate website. You start making some calls and you discover that a lot of guys out there like me, like me, charge five or $10,000 for a website. And you're a brand new agent. obviously, you can't afford five or ten thousand. Many new agents, if not most new agents, won't even like some many agents won't make that much in commission in their entire first year. It would make it would be bat shit insane to get a new website at that price. So what do you do? You look to the lower cost providers, for which, by the way, I think that Playster is an excellent solution. Do I think that it's a good idea to not own your real estate website? No, I'm on record a hundred times in more places than you are, John, saying that that long-term is not a good decision. In the first year or two of your career, though, is it a very good decision for you to partner up with somebody who's going to give you a decent solution at a lower cost? Yes. As long as you get decent customer service to go along with that, which historically, Playster did not give. I will, I, 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 I experienced it myself, did a review on it in 2017 and, and shared my experience, which Seth addressed in his call. I'm not saying that the problem is fixed. I'm merely saying that they appear to have tried to fix it. And if they simply sell half of the people that, that are coming in with a new license, that is something like, uh, $2 million a month in revenue at the prices that they're charging which is $24 million a year, which is more than enough to satisfy their VC investors. Normally saying that you're going to like take 50% of a particular marketplace is a ridiculously high objective. However, considering the fact that they still get one to 200,000 people a month to their, to their website, they have the, the ability. So to put that into perspective for you, John, there's 2 million licensed real estate agents in the U.S., they're getting a million visitors to their website per year. They are legitimately getting in front of 30 to 40% of the entire real estate industry every single year, just in their organic reach. My opinion is, is that they have the ability to meet these numbers based upon the foundation of this particular company. For me personally, the only thing that I'm looking at is should you give them your money as opposed to other solutions that are out there that are also inexpensive? That's the only question to me. And, and there's two places that I personally am saying that people should look at. And I'm going to cover those two places as soon as we go to a break. So stay tuned, stay to the edge of your seats for all of those people who are interested in learning about Playster. I'm going to come back and give you those two reasons. Uh, do us a favor Like or comment wherever you're listening to the show, okay? If you're listening to it on your phone, leave us a comment on on whatever podcast service you're listening to us on or leave us a comment on uh, Apple, iTunes, wherever you're finding the show. All right. We'll be right back. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need Mailrite. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30-day money back guarantee. So don't delay, get started today. Go to mail-write.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 331. John and I are having a heated debate today over over, the present- over the so, pros and cons of uh, of, uh, of Playster. Uh, I, uh, at the break, suggested that we were going to have, I was going to give two strong reasons or my strong reasons for taking another look at Playster. <laughs> if they're performing in the customer service area and you are listening to the show and you're in the first year of your career and you're worried about your budget, you're not an experienced business person, you're, you didn't come out of already making six figures or more in some other career field, and you're looking to prop up a decent website, I think that Playster might be something interesting to look at. I have other places I would easily recommend. But Playster is one of the few providers that, that seemingly might provide a decent website for around the $50 price range per month. Okay, there aren't, there's only one other solution that comes in at that price range. All right, so that that is credible, so they're one of the few places that an agent can go for low budget that would maybe give them a decent website. uh you won't own it you know there's lots of cons, but you're only spending fifty dollars a month. so what do you expect? I don't provide a solution for it. So, shoot. I mean, I don't even host my websites for that low of money. I charge a hundred dollars a month just to host a site, so that's. One person that might look now the, the only
1: thing the only thing I would say to you i'm looking at their website now, and for a non a a non n a r member if you're paying annually well if you pay monthly um and you're a non n a r member it's a hun- the the cheapest plan I'm seeing is a hundred dollars a month okay
0: what if you're an a what if you're an r member
1: if you are a member, right? It's eighty dollars a month.
0: Okay, so maybe I'm getting the pricing wrong. Right. Maybe it's no longer a fifty dollars solution. Let's just say there's not eighty to one hundred dollars. That still puts them on the low range, even at eighty to one hundred. The cheapest you can get into would be Easy Agent Pro for about one hundred and eighty. Okay, if you're looking, if you're counting your dollars, saying that. Well, I'm a, solution,
1: I must be. I've got to admit, I'm a bit biased. You don't um, say. You know, well, I'm bad to be ain't I, but you know, you can go to MailRite and we've got a solution for forty dollars well yeah. then
0: then then maybe one of the ways that that people could address this is is to look at uh mailright what i what i don't what I like about the plaster solution is this the ability to scale from one thing to the next with changing the pricing. The way that they've created their back end slide in solution for both features and functionality mm-hmm. as well as design means that you can take the same product and scale it up or down. That is very unique in the WordPress world. It's singular in the in the in the WordPress world in real estate. It's it's very unusual what they what they built, what what Seth built. The way that he built it was he listened to agents. He actually talked to agents I've had the chance to follow up with a couple of agents that he apparently spoke to. So I know he's talked to agents. And so when you're building something and you're listening to the people that you're building it for, usually you're going to get it right. you are usually going to say, what is it that you're, what do you think you needs to be done? And, and Seth and his whole entire team shit the bed the first time around. They built what they thought they should build as website builders. And that's not how you approach real estate. With real estate, you build what the audience wants. And the only way to get to that information is to be inside the real estate industry, talking to real estate agents every single day for a long period of time. And then all of a sudden you start to realize what it is that agents want. Now, their agents are not always right. They they also want an all-in-one solution, which, which Ben Kinney just built for them. And he got a billion-dollar evaluation. And I'm very suspicious of that. Whole thing, because it's going to be very hard to deliver the end-to-end solution that he promised. However, um, when it comes to agents and brokers, that's what they want. They want they they're tired of dealing with nine different technology companies. Which, if you think about it, even you and I have to do that. We have to send them to another CRM. It doesn't make a difference how many technologists tell them that tell the realtor. No, really, this is the way tech works anyway. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to see another name on an invoice. <laughs> That's it. I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. The I, I think that the second people that can look at Playster, to circle back to my original point is brokers. Um like here's what Playster has done that is truly unique and I have not seen it work. So guys listening to the show, here's my my position not John's. I will say if any of you are try try them and use them Please, for the love of God, email me and let me know what you think. Especially if you're a broker and you have a team. What I'm excited about, which I've not seen work, I'm just excited about it, is that they've built a really cool, like, large scale solution for brokers that cost over a thousand dollars a month, and it's it's a custom solution. And what they, what you can do though is you can slide in all this different functionality, like call ser- services and call tracking and and texting and all these different Mm -hmm. things that you need at a higher level. Once you are past, like there are people listening to the show that have big teams or who are brokers. There's not there. There are obviously those of you who are in the real estate industry. You already know this statistic. 20% of you make 80% of the business run for the entire country. And you know who you are. You got a team of 10, you're doing a hundred million dollars plus in business. You are top. 20% 20% in this in this industry. So you're doing all that business but hey your needs are different than everybody else's. You need something where all your guys can probably have a subdomain and a website. You need them to have a profile and a bio. You need their leads to get sorted and routed. You need to be able to track them as a manager of those leads. You need to be able to know if they called those leads, you need to know that those leads are getting worked and nurtured correctly, that's texted, emailed, That's all the things that a broker is concerned about. They need to have, and preferably, they need to have a simple system at the top of all of it where they track and look at all of this. And if they wanted to, they could add in a layer of marketing to those leads like direct mail. You could just plug in something and say, okay, I've got 10,000 leads.
1: uh, Can I respond to what you're saying? hit me. When it comes to the brokerage, I'm slightly more persuaded. But I've got to be honest with you. I'm I'm a bit more persuaded because of integration, and it's got a more. You seem I haven't seen it. You've seen it a little bit more than me, mm-hmm. and it's more integrated. Um, I kind of buy into the broker area a little bit more, but I still don't think it's really offering um, a lot unless the broker is really very very dissatisfied with their present solutions because there is a cost of adoptation, adopting a new platform and and you know and if you're a medium to large brokerage it's not something that you're just going to do it's something that really has to be looked, or you'd be wise to do, needs to be really researched, looked at, looked at various competitors and choose one which you feel really meets your maybe individual requirements. Um and like all Swiss Army knife solutions, um, they normally um there is the attraction that it is a Swiss Army knife solution, i.e., you like you said, you only have one bill. But there's also the bad side of a Swiss Army solution is that it's a Swiss Army solution. It it, it tries to do everything and does everything either reasonably or mediocrely rather than individual. Um, company solutions and they have one focus on one area and they they attempt to be the best in that particular area example text messaging or you know Mailwright is a kind of swiss army knife but we because it's based on wordpress we can integrate if they've got open apis and um, we can integrate it, which the other competitors offer as well. So I just don't, I'm, I'm, I just don't feel they're offering really anything apart from the ease of the drag and drop and uh, uh, a better interface, which is important. I, I'm just not buying in the marketing message, which um, that have as heavily as you are. Um but on the other hand, you're no you're pretty sharp' you're a pretty sharp cookie. So if you're buying into it um to the level that you are, there must be something I trust your judgment. Um well, so I'm it, I'm I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong. It's here's like, here's
0: what I'm buying into. I'm buying into this this simple idea. It's not complicated. All the systems that are out there that are built for teams like KV Core, Sync, Boomtown, every single one of those platforms has really gotten on their current path in the mid 2010s. That means that the tech that they are building off of is 10 years old. Everybody listening to this show that has been in real estate for more than two or three years, they've used half the platforms that we talk about. They've already used Sync or Boomtown or KV Core. They know what they're about. They're all, they integrated systems. And when they did it 10 years ago and they tracked the lead on the site, like it was really exciting. These days we can take follow-up boss, put a two-way integration in, save 80% of the information and get the same the same result. It's not innovative anymore, John. It's just not innovative. So what are they getting from the team level? Here's what everybody in real estate has discovered. Holy shit. Our team really doesn't use the 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 product that we bought for them at whatever the price is, the Boomtown product at $1,500 a month, it was the most innovative product. What did they do that was different than everybody else? They created a system that was the same, but they came up with the idea of adding in integration managers and they they gave you a lot of tools to onboard your entire team and use the toolkit. Then after the excitement of the original implementation went away, all real estate-like brokers discovered my agents just decided to go out and use Zillow, and they, they like they're saying fuck it to the Boomtown system that we're spending fifteen hundred dollars a month to. They're not integrating their leads into the system. They're not throwing their traffic into the system. Everybody has been hammered and inundated with this concept of lead ownership, uh, information ownership. So everybody has a, a like a tool that most of their agents aren't using. What has that created? It's created this big hole inside the real estate agent like like industry for something different. Why? What else has changed? Well, you know what Boomtown doesn't have? You know what Sync doesn't have? None of them have really strong, compelling text messaging systems in comparison to something like Structurally. And what else don't they have? They all don't have really individualized action plans, client to client. They don't have the list of things that they don't have goes on and on. Everybody here who's listening to the show probably already knows what they don't have. All I see that Seth did is he built a possible solution. That's it. I'm not saying he succeeded. I'm merely saying that he, he did the right thing when he developed it. He built a build it yourself because the other problem with all of these systems is that when they built them, they, they, they walked through the door saying, I have a one size fits all thing and it's so clever, it's going to work for you guess what? Vast majority of time, it doesn't, John. I've talked to so many brokers and so many agents, and you have too. Do you remember Chris Anizuski? He was talking about how Boomtown worked fine for his team for two or three years, and then it didn't. And when he tried to move off the platform, he discovered that, bitches, uh, that they were not very helpful when it came to... My apologies, everybody. They were They were very unhelpful when it t- came to migrating data out of Boomtown into other systems. And that is a problem, not a small problem, but a big problem. It's your data making it hard to transfer from oh, one place well, to the that, next. That,
1: that, that's the point, because um, that's what why you need to really read the contract that you're signing, because obviously that isn't so the real case with a lot of these platforms. If you read the small print, you Correct. don't own the data.
0: So we're going to continue to talk about (laughs) this. We're going to go to our second and final break. We're going to move the last 10 to 15 minutes of the show over to the to the mail hyphen right YouTube channel. So you're going to go to YouTube forward slash mail hyphen right and you're going to check out the remainder of the show on YouTube. We'll be talking probably a little bit about about data and we'll we'll continue to talk about what I think the the need is that Playster saw in 2019. And I'm going to talk about one big point that is really relevant okay and it it is essentially the idea that playster is the only person that spent millions of dollars reengineering their systems in the last 2 years everybody else has not done that and i'll tell you where they've spent their money and how they decided to go how each of these companies decided to do it which also makes playster unique all right so stay tuned um it is uh Yeah, stay tuned if you'd like to, John. Why don't you tell people how, if they would like to reach out to you? So, so I'm going to suggest this, John. John oftentimes says, "What about mail?" Right? So, guys, you should call John. You should email John. However, he tells about ready to tell you to do it. There's nothing wrong with having a conversation with either one of us. Actually, we both do consultations for free. There's a reason for that. These these conversations are complicated. Not one size fits all. You can talk to John. And maybe, maybe he'll direct you to what something, his solution, maybe he'll direct you to somebody else's. So with that, John, if somebody did want to reach you, how would they do it?
1: They just need to go to the mail-right.com website and they can book a demo and they can book a chat with me, Robert. Perfect. All
0: right. Um, and if you want to do the same, if some of some of you want to talk to me about something, you can do so at inboundrem.com. You can hit my contact form. There's places aplenty plenty to uh, reach out to me and uh, I will send you a link to my calendar if I think it's appropriate and we can have a, a long conversation about what may or may not be a, a good technology solution for you and your, your business. All right. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Listen, um, we're, we're doing the show for you. So do us a favor. Let us know if you like it. Like just put it, give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you see this there. Uh, If you see this on the MailRite Facebook page, leave John uh, a comment or a thumbs up. Uh, And if anybody's seeing it on my site, leave me a comment on my site. Thank you very much. We'll catch you next time. For those of you who are going to stick around, we'll see you on YouTube.